Welcome, everybody, to episode eight, the Ocho, if you will. It's uh, It's been a while since we have convened with you, our great friends of the show. You know, life and travel and things like that it kind of uh, got the better of us, but we're here now. This is our last episode of 2018. We'll be back January 2019 with all new episodes, season two, if you will. But we wanted to convene with everybody for Christmas and just uh, say hello. So hello, it's your old buddy, Jeff Caroni, along with my partner in pod, Sean Beecham. And we're here. So a big week, I would say. We had a Captain Marvel trailer. We had an yep. Avengers trailer. Yep. We now know the title of the Avengers is Avengers Endgame. Yep. Avengers Endgame will join us in April of 2019, Captain Marvel in March of 2019. So we'll be talking more about these movies, obviously, as time goes on, but we did want to touch on both trailers. Sean saw the Captain Marvel trailer, and so did. did I. I have seen the Avengers trailer. Sean has not. I have not. Because he has not seen... I haven't seen Infinity Black War. Black Panther or Infinity or War. Black so Panther. I'll just cover the Avengers trailer really quickly and say it did what it was supposed to do. It got you excited for what's coming. It gave you a sense of what the movie was going to be. And um, I have a lot of respect for the Russos, for Joe and Anthony Russo. And I think they're doing an incredible job. And I can't wait for April to see what they unleash on us. Because, man, if it was anything like Infinity War, get ready. Because this thing is going to be huge. As far as Captain Marvel goes, I'm super excited for Captain Marvel. I was very excited when they announced it. I love that it's a woman. I love that it's Brie Larson. I love Sam Jackson. Like, I'm in for all of it. I know great friend of the show, Nicole, is very pumped for Captain Marvel. So shout yeah. out to Nicole. Nicole, we love you. Thank you for all you've done for Wanted by Thanks for supporting the show. We love you. And thank you to all the great friends of the show as well. It's been a great year, and it's been a great year because of you. But... I'm very excited for Captain Marvel. I hope that young boys and young girls and whoever goes to see Captain Marvel, because I think you're in for a treat. What a great couple of weeks. You get Captain Marvel, and then like four weeks later, It's a quick Avengers. turnaround. Yeah. What a great spring. You know, we're going to get through all this winter bullshit and the snow and the cold, and then March and April are going to come, and we're going to, 2019 is going to be off to the races. I'm super excited for both films. The Avengers more so because that's me, but 2019 guys is going to be a great, great ride. We get so much great stuff. Spider-Man Far From Home, which I think the trailer drops today. So I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that uh, down the road. I'm very excited for that. The Disney streaming service is going to be coming in 2019 mm. now called Disney Plus which is going to have Marvel content, Star Wars content, Pixar content, National Geographic content, and <laughs> Disney content, because Disney now owns the National Geographic Network. Uh, of course they do. Yeah, it was part of the Fox package. Of course, Disney announced the two Star Wars shows, The Mandalorian with Jon Favreau, and then the Rogue One prequel show with Diego Luna. Both will be part of the Disney Plus streaming service. Uh, Disney Plus comes at us End of 2019, I would think they're going to time it. This is my official thought with Disney, is that in the fourth quarter of 2019, they have three really big things. 
Star Wars Episode Nine, which is, as you know, I've affectionately termed it, JJ turns out the lights. <laughs> they are going to open at Disney World, the 14-acre expansion of Disney's Hollywood Studios called uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The Disneyland California version opens this summer. Uh, they say fall 2019. I have to believe, for Di- Disney World in Florida, I have to believe they want that open for the holidays. And then the streaming service. It wouldn't surprise to me if all were in a couple weeks of each other. Hmm. Star Wars Episode Nine is December. Uh, I think the streaming service will be timed around that. I think uh, Galaxy's Edge opens in November before Thanksgiving. Because Disney's busiest six-week period is Thanksgiving to New Year's. Uh, I think all of those things will be opening with great fanfare. Um, oh, I, I can only imagine. I can't wait for Star Wars Episode Nine. Like, this is what's great about 19. is the streaming service, the two Marvel movies, well, the three Marvel movies, Episode Nine Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge. Like, there's so much cool stuff in 2019. The future is bright for I'm Disney. I'm super pumped in For Disney and Marvel. Not so much for Netflix, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I want to get into a Netflix rant. Obviously, one of the bigger stories this week is... Uh, the cancellation of Daredevil. I asked on uh, our Instagram at Wanted by Nunpod if there was anything that you wanted us to talk about in our last episode of the year. The new Avengers trailer came up. One of the other things was Netflix. Daredevil, Iron Fist, yeah. Luke Cage, all got the axe. The only defender left standing is Jessica Jones. She'll be my she'll assumption be is she gets soon probably. My assumption right? is ep- uh, season two will release. They'll give it season three. Season three, sorry. Yeah, we'll give it. They'll, it'll get released. They'll give it some time to breathe and then they'll abruptly and then they'll cancel cut it. it. Well, they didn't give Daredevil much time to breathe. I mean, no, the turnaround oh, and Punisher is probably going to be same thing's going to happen. I think, I think Netflix is out of the superhero business. Did you hear the report that Netflix ignored yes. uh, the popularity of Daredevil? I'm not surprised. The, the thought was maybe like, cause we don't know. We don't know how popular these shows are. So, and you, and you know, that's a huge problem I have with Netflix. The theory is that, they use social media buzz chatter, whatever to sort of gauge. I mean, that's what, when you write articles about this stuff, that's what people look at. They're like, yes. Oh, well, people didn't talk about it much. Who fucking cares if people didn't talk about it on social media, but it, it seems like Netflix, there's reports now that Netflix maybe just ignored the fact that it was popular. I think Netflix, I thought it was their best season. I to think be Netflix made a business decision and I think they were hell bent on that decision no matter what. And the decision was, once Disney announced their own streaming service, those Marvel shows were dead. I've gone back and forth a lot this last week. I <laughs> I saw Daredevil season three. I love it. It was great. I was hoping for a fourth season because I was excited to see what they oh, could do man. with it. I was hoping for, that's the thing. You didn't watch Iron Fist. Nope. Uh, or Luke Cage. Nope. Right? Both of those left you wanting another season. I know. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered. I would just say that um, I don't love the Netflix model of we're going to talk about how great we are, except we're not going to talk about how great we are. So nobody really knows. We're going to talk about it, but we're not going to prove it. Yeah. One, they don't prove it. And two, nobody knows really who's watching what. I mean, they do, but they're not going to tell you because once they tell you, the jig is up. The news is out, they finally found me. And by the jig is up, I mean people's opinions of things are going to change. They're going to start preforming opinions based on ratings. I, I would just tell you that if you're going to be a television network, 
I think people should know how many people are watching. I also think part of it too is, and this is going to sound like I'm bashing Netflix, and if it is, good because I am. I don't. I think if you dig deep on Netflix, you're going to find the stuff you think that's a big giant hit is not as big as you think it is. Mm. I don't think Stranger Things is as big a hit as people think. I think people are watching it. Yes. I think a lot of people are watching it, but not as many people as you think are watching it. Mm. And I know that sounds like a subtle difference, but I'll I'll use this as an example. And I maybe this is a bad one because people's reaches, but I think more people watch Game of Thrones than Stranger Things. That might be true, actually. And I think people will conflate the two and put them on the same plane. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't and think And I think so that's part of net I, and I think that's another part of it with Netflix is if they released ratings on Daredevil, this is my opinion. And again, Netflix can go right ahead and disprove it anytime they want. <laughs> Please do. By behaving like a television <laughs> network. I know how many people watch Hawaii 50 every Friday. CBS tells us. I know how many people watch, you know, Modern Family or Big Bang Theory or the million Chicago shows on NBC, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Chicago uh, Forest Service, whatever Dick Wolf is putting on NBC. I know how many people are watching these shows, and that's how decisions are made on those shows' survival. Enough people watch, the show continues. Enough people don't, they don't. I think if you dug into Netflix ratings, Daredevil is just as big as hit as Stranger Things, and, and that's why they won't tell you. Mm. because once the daredevil pro daredevil people find out daredevil is just as big a hit as stranger things and it got canceled netflix would have a flood of people leaving their service the consumer with netflix has no power at all it would seem to me with television networks it's an unspoken rule if i show up and watch and i get enough like-minded people to show up and watch you'll keep my program i don't know what netflix's parameters are because if they'll I feel cancel, like they'll do whatever they want. Yeah. If they'll cancel Daredevil, which is supposedly a, a decent size hit for them, then everything is suspect. But I would also say, what confidence would you have mm. to continue watching these things if you knew the whim of a giant corporation is going to take them away at the snap of Thanos's fingers? Yeah. Behave like a television network. You want to be one. Do so they? behave. I don't know if they intentionally wanted to be one. But Why would you sign Ryan Murphy and Shonda Rhimes? But now they kind of, I think they're forced to. I think they're forced to be a television network. And I think they did it to themselves because they showed everyone that streaming television works for more than just a repository of existing content. Yes. And now you have actual television networks putting out streaming services. So now what does Netflix do? They become a television service. I guess... What I would say to Netflix is, did you really think Disney wouldn't do it? Oh, I mean, come on. Why would I, a humble man in his 40s with no entertainment background and no business savvy, why could have I told you five years ago Disney's going to do a streaming service? I just feel like Netflix is like, is pissed at Disney for getting in the streaming business. (laughs) And that's why they're canceling everything? What did you think they were going to do? Right. Once once Netflix proved there was a market. Game over. Everybody was going to get into it. Yeah. And when you don't, and this is where, this is where Disney has you by the balls, Netflix, when you don't have your own properties to make revenue off of, you're fucked. Netflix has, Netflix totally has distribution. If they've got anything, they've got distribution. Right, that's what they, that's what they set out to do, right? They don't really, other than Stranger Things and a few other things, have content that they can make money off of. 
Disney now has both. Uh, yeah, Bloodline. They have. I thought Bloodline was a great, great show. No money there. Disney has a variety of distribution channels: ABC, the cable networks, their streaming service. They're going to own the majority stake of Hulu. So that's distribution. They got content. Marvel, Pixar, Disney, National Geographic, Star Wars. So Disney has content and tele- and distribution. This is why they win and Netflix loses. Distribution without content doesn't mean shit. Yeah. I mean, they have to pay for that, right? They have to pay for the So they're right going to have to get content from elsewhere. But if they're going to fight this war against everybody now of like, we're only going to have our own content. I- I'm sorry. Good luck. They-, they don't do it well enough. The only thing I watch on Netflix besides the Marvel shows is comedians in cars getting coffee and the toys that made us. I watch a good number of things on Netflix, but I think, do you think but that's this why they a, went hard into comedy? This is my point. That's all I needed for. They've taken one of my needs away. If the toys that made us stopped tomorrow, I can live without comedians and cars getting coffee. So sure. as much as I love Jerry, I can live without it. I like stranger things, but not enough. I'm not paying 10.99 for one show. So like, yeah, I am a little ticked at Netflix. They can go straight to hell. Once Punisher debuts, my wife's picking up the Netflix subscription. And I don't then, give a fuck. And then promptly gets canceled. Yeah. The missus is going to pick it up because she likes it for, there are a lot of shows that she likes that she can watch episodes again. Vampire things. Vampire diaries off the top of my head. If, if Netflix is looking at our streaming at Netflix, Vampire Diaries is the biggest show on the planet. <laughs> she watches Vampire Diaries every day. So, I mean, like... We gotta keep that one. So, yeah, I mean, I think, for me, Netflix is a, a dying star. I'm much more interested in putting my resources at the Disney streaming service at this point. I think that's fair, because they're gonna give you... They're gonna give you, at least, more than the toys that made us. They're gonna give you all of the shit that they've been giving you that you can watch over and over again. Ten years of movies. Plus... Plus... Two Star Wars shows. Yeah. Like as soon as they announced the Star Wars shows, Netflix was dead. And aren't they doing a Loki series? Yes. With Tom Hiddleston. They're doing a bunch of Marvel series. And is Black Widow getting a series? Uh Vision and uh, Oh, the, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Vision Witch and Scarlet Witch. So Yeah. Forget it. I don't know what Netflix has to offer at that point. Thanks for coming, Netflix. I'm baffled by their decision to to do this. I really am. Just makes no sense to me. That they would cancel a show that was popular just to spite the parent company. Just petty, stupid bullshit. And Yeah, I know, don't know where you go. I don't know where you go from there. And I'm baffled by the decision to cancel Daredevil. It reads as a petty fuck it you does. to Disney. It really does. And great, that's fine. But like you cost yourself a show for no reason. To yep. be petty and stupid. Yep. I don't get it. Again, it's it's this Netflix thing of I don't like them not really telling people who's watching. I think we have a right to know who's watching what and what is really landing and what isn't. And they don't do that. It drives me nuts. I have the distinct pleasure of not giving a shit just because I like what I like. So, But it would help soften the blow when something like Daredevil gets canceled out of nowhere after a really strong season. And Iron Fist gets canceled after a rebound season. Luke Cage gets canceled after a really interesting twist. If you look at the, the, the narrative on this thing all week, it started with Daredevil was very low rated. 
Oh, the narrative has changed and now over and over again. And now the truth comes out. Actually, it's not. A yeah. lot of people were watching Daredevil. Mm. I will tell you from the, from the beginning of this shit, I never believed nobody was watching Daredevil. No. I, I, I don't believe that. And the fact that, because there's rumors of these shows getting canceled at Netflix and then moving to Disney. I, Which I have, Bob Iger is adamant that streaming, that the Disney Plus is family friendly. I don't see how it's going to happen. I mean, I could, I Down can, the road, maybe. But I can right see there being some sort of family uh, filter or kid version of Disney Plus that I doesn't think have what's gonna these happen, things. This is way down the road. I think what's going to happen is Disney is going to wholly own Hulu. I think they will eventually buy everybody out. And then they will turn Hulu into an adult, more adult oriented streaming mm. service. Because I guess I could see that. Now that I don't think by the way that the star Wars shows are going to be sanitized. Well, it's going to be star Wars, but star Wars. If you're looking at like, what's the limit of adult level content? Star, star Wars. Wars. Easily. Yeah. Daredevil is too violent for Disney plus how Bob yeah. Iger has described it up to now. Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones are too adult and violent for Disney Plus. Yeah, I can't see Punisher landing on Disney Plus. They just are. So it's down the road, maybe. Again, if Disney creates an adult streaming service or they buy out the remaining Hulu partners. Because once the Fox deal goes through, Disney will own 60% of Hulu. And here's the other thing. They always put out this statement. It's the same one. We can't wait to see what future adventures these characters have. And everyone assumes that means... We're going to bring the show somewhere else, but that doesn't, doesn't, that doesn't tell you anything. That. You know, for all I know, they're going to have a fucking daredevil cartoon on Disney plus, which I'd watch, which would probably do really well, <laughs> Which I'd watch. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> but that's all that means. Like it, you don't know. No. They're going to do something with the character. They're not killing the character off no. from their catalog. That would be ridiculously stupid, no, they won't do that. but it doesn't mean that they're going to bring back your show. No, I think those shows, as you know, it are gone. They'll live on in archives on Netflix until the contract runs out, until Netflix doesn't want them on there anymore, until Disney can buy them back, any number of things. Right. Because that's the other problem. It's hard for a show to return if you can't access the other seasons. So somehow Disney would have to get those other seasons <laughs> off Netflix. Yeah. What is a new fan supposed to do? Like, go subscribe to Netflix to watch season one and two, three, and then yeah. hop over to... Uh, there's no, I will say this. There's no reason Netflix can give me that would change my mind on this is just petty bullshit. It seems petty. Yeah, you're right. I read the other day of when Netflix made this deal, they needed the Marvel brand, but now they don't. And I thought to myself, oh, I guess, but I'd like to know uh, what brand has landed bigger than Marvel on Netflix. Anyone? I can't. I, no, there's nothing. I We're can't think waiting. Of Because there isn't any, because it's a bullshit story. It's not true. Netflix needs content. I don't, I can't break this down for people more. That's what, that's what their business is. The reason Netflix (laughs) is spending all this money is because they need content. Because they're not the only streaming service in town or won't be in a year. Not anymore. So like, you know, CBS has Star Trek. All, any Star Trek property short of a motion picture is going to go to the CBS All Access. Yep. They're not opening that up to everybody. Why would they? Dis- starting Once Disney Plus launches, Disney is not selling their content to anyone ever again. Why would they? The, the, the name of the game now is content creation and distribution. And if you can keep both in-house, 
you are making the profits. You're not licensing anything. You're not purchasing licenses. You're you're winning. <laughs> Did you guys think that Fox sold to Disney just cause? I know we hate Rupert Murdoch, and I know why, and I know and I do. But Rupert Murdoch is not dumb. He's a lot of things, but he's not stupid. Okay. He looked around and said, I can't do this anymore. By this, I mean the entertainment piece. There's no way forward. And it's not a small thing. Fox is a big studio. Fox decided they can't move forward. Yeah. Like, do you, why do you think that happened? That didn't happen in a vacuum. It's because for all of their distribution and for all of their content, they still can't monetize it the way Disney or Universal does. That's right. So that's why they got sold. That's why there's going to be one less movie studio, one less independent movie studio in Hollywood in a few short weeks because they had no financial way forward to be a viable entertainment entity in this market because Fox knew we're going to have to start our own streaming service. And I don't think they wanted to invest that money into it. I think at his heart, Rupert Murdoch is not in the entertainment business. He's in the news and sports business. Sure. And when you look at what assets he's going to retain for whatever company we're calling it, it's news and sports. Yeah. He kept Fox News, Fox Business, Fox Sports, and because of legitimate laws, he kept the Fox Broadcasting Network. He got rid of anything that didn't fit into those parameters. So all the cable networks got sold. The regional sports networks are going to get sold because Disney couldn't own them because of ESPN. ESPN, yeah. The movie studio, the TV studio, Avatar, the X-Men and Fantastic Four properties, the rights to Star Wars Episode Four. there was no way forward for them. What's good in owning one out of nine Star Wars movies? Yeah, I don't know. And all you own is the movie. You don't own the characters. You can't merchandise it. Nothing. It's just a movie sitting around. It makes no sense. No. Their two biggest competitors are Disney and NBC Universal, who have a huge amount of capital and a huge amount of ways to monetize themselves. I mean, Universal is the second or third largest theme park company on the planet. It's Disney, Universal, and Merlin, which owns Madame Tussauds and Legoland. Those are the three biggest theme park and resort companies probably on the planet, but certainly in the U.S. Fox can't compete with that. They don't have a theme park. Yeah. You know, Disney has 18,000 hotel rooms or whatever. Fox doesn't have that. Paramount doesn't have that. Sony doesn't have that. The saving grace for Sony is they're a part of a giant electronics conglomerate who up to now are okay with a movie and television studio. I don't know if that's going to continue. Yeah, we'll see. Because you and I have talked about it. So Fox is off the board. So that means Disney, NBC, Universal, Paramount, Sony. I think I might be missing one. Warner? Oh, Warner Brothers. Sorry, Time Warner, which just got bought right. by AT&T. This is what I really think will happen. Sony is going to sell off their entertainment property. And then Paramount... What's going to happen to Paramount is... Paramount and CBS used to be two separate companies. It used to be one company. They're now two separate companies. I think they get back together again. Yeah. 
I think it's. I think Sony is the next shooter drop. I think Sony sells off the movie and TV part. By the way, once they do that, guess what happens to Spider Man? Right back to Disney. Yep. If Disney doesn't buy Sony, is Sony going to create their own streaming service? If so, what would be on it that would be proprietary to them that they could license and make money off of? Ghostbusters, Men in Black, maybe. Nothing worthwhile. No. Spider-Man, but they don't own it. They don't own the merchandising rights to Spider-Man. Disney does. Right. That's why Disney bought Marvel. Spider-Man makes a ton of money. Kids love Spider-Man. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. So it's just, this Netflix thing is all part of this changing landscape. And Wanted by None, our first episode, I believe, we talked about the Fox-Disney sale. If it wasn't the first, it was the second. We talked about the sale from Disney of Fox to Disney. Not because I love entertainment minutia. I do, (laughs) but it's a huge story. Yeah, it is. And it's a story that's going to have a lot of ramifications, ramifications that we can't see right now. Disney gets the rights to star Wars episode four again. So now they own all of the star Wars movies. Finally, they get the rights to avatar, which means once star Wars kind of takes a break, uh, Avatar, they're making five more Avatar movies or whatever that they own. And guess what's in their theme park? Avatar. That's not an accident. They don't do anything accidentally. Avatar is going to be in your face. You will have never seen Avatar marketed and put in front of you like Disney is going to put Avatar in front of you. I can't explain to you guys just how big they are and how potent they are going to be now that they own Fox. Disney now does two Christmas specials. They do the parade on Christmas Day and they do one in between Thanksgiving and Christmas to tease you for the one at Christmas time. And they devoted 10 minutes to Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the merchandise is in the theme park already. Of course it is. The ride, there's likely in the next couple of years to be a Mary Poppins ride at Disney World. That makes sense. Like, and guess where Mary Poppins Returns is going to go? After it leaves the movie theater. Not Netflix. Disney Plus. Disney is going to own 68% of the box office. Yeah. Well. How does Netflix compete with that? How does Universal do it? I don't know. But like, that's a big story. I know you guys thought in episode two, I was just talking to talk. It's a huge freaking story. You talked about it to me the other day. You're tired of all these different streaming services. You really think that's going to stop? No, I don't. I don't think it's going to stop. We are just at the beginning. Yeah, I just I just don't know if it's worth my time to get nickeled and dimed by every studio out there. Oh, here's a better one for you. Universal, they do Halloween Horror Nights at Halloween time. Do you know what one of their themes was this year? What was it? Stranger Things. Uh, they licensed Stranger Things from Netflix. I think Netflix did that by accident. I don't think it's going to sustain their business, but no. Nope. But do you think they did that by accident? Of course not. Would it surprise you to know that I think in five years there's going to be a Stranger Things attraction at Universal? Permanent? No. Because they're going to have to put it somewhere and it doesn't fit in Disney. Stranger Things. We're in a brave new world with streaming and uh, and all this stuff, and we're really at the beginning. I know people think we're at the end. It's not even close. Well, we may be at the end of this podcast because I think we're running out of time. Yeah, we don't want that to die. So I just wanted to say as we, we close up, Uh, I hope we hit some of the big points of 2018. I know 
we talked a little bit about it. What we're really excited for in 2019, the Marvel movies, Star Wars, and the Disney streaming service for me are some of the things I'm really excited for in 2019. The other thing I'm excited for in 2019 is that we're going to be bringing Wanted by None to you continually in 2019. And uh, as we close up shop, as we close up our year, from me personally, from Jeff, I just want to say to all of our great friends of the show that we started this in May. It's December. We've done eight shows. One of them live in front of an audience of well-wishers and friends. That was one of the highlights of my year. That will be something that I will never forget doing because in a million years, I never thought people would want to see or hear me do anything live. So that was a great thrill for me. And I want to thank our audience for all of their good wishes, their emails, the texts, the Instagram posts that they have sent in 2018 that any of you are listening and are enjoying yourselves is a thrill that I cannot thank you enough for. Yeah. Give us a follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, at wanted by none pod. Send us an email at wanted by none show at gmail.com. Hey Sean, where can they listen to us? They can listen to us on anchor on Apple podcasts, on Google podcasts, on Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else that you can get a podcast from by anywhere else. Do you happen to mean I heart radio? Uh, actually, yes, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio. Always wanted to do that. We love um, iHeartRadio. I would say just basically what Jeff said. Thank you, um, friends of the show. You can always support the show by following us, getting in touch with us. You can support the show by clicking the link Ooh, in the description. Tell them the other big news. Uh, and you can support the show by heading over to tpublic.com. That's T-E-E, public.com, and searching for Wanted by None Show. We have a couple of things up there you can buy t-shirts you can buy mugs you can get our logo on a whole bunch of stuff so head over there tpublic.com and show your support to the show to your friends and family and we just again we love you we thank you for making 2018 a wonderful time i want to say on behalf of sean and myself thank you all for listening have a wonderful safe spirited holiday season a wonderful wonderful new year We will see you in 2019.